0: Hello friends and welcome to this episode of the Locked On Winnipeg Jets Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you enjoy what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, and Odyssey. Doing so is completely free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. Most of all, we just love and appreciate your support, so thank you so much for listening. On tonight's podcast, I wanted to continue our fictional, or or not necessarily fictional, but hypothetical 2022 World Cup of Hockey rosters. We've covered a couple of nations already, Sweden, Canada, Team USA, and one of the other nations we have yet to get to is Team Finland. Now, the Finnish team is actually pretty deep. There's a lot of opportunities for uh, this particular nation to have a really big tournament, in part because they've got a really deep attacking unit and they've also got a great blue line. It might not be on the level of something like Team Canada, but I would say it's probably not far off from like a Team USA, certainly right there with Team Sweden as well. And it really starts up front with a very deep forward unit. We're going to take our first selection and it's going to be Alexander Barkov. Now, Barkov, I know had a couple of seasons where there were some questions about whether he had maybe peaked a little bit too early. You know, maybe Barkov was a a guy who, at his age, which I think he's like 25 or 26 now, um, there was a question about whether we had already seen the best of him and if his overall impact on the game, which was at one point extremely dominant, maybe had started to fade a bit. But this year, with such a resurgent uh, Panther squad and a team that looks very offensively deep, Very capable on the back end and generally loves scoring lots of goals. You know, Barkov seems to be finding his form again. He's got that elite two way center presence with an unbelievable shot, the vision and skating to uh, really elevate the play of his line mates. I just think Barkov is a phenomenal player. He's been one of my favorite centers over the last several years. And, you know, he'll probably be, uh, you know, one of our lead attackers for this Finnish team. I would imagine he anchors that first line. And I think he would do bits. Now, on his flanks, I have a couple of options here. I think the first one that I might be interested in taking on is Patrick Liney. Now, Liney, he's an interesting player because I think a lot of his game has changed since he was uh, first in the Finnish leagues and then, and then kind of came over to North America. And in some ways, I think his game has evolved. And in other ways, it's maybe regressed a bit in terms of his overall impact on the game but there's no denying that he still has one of the most elite releases in the league. His wrister and slap shots are the stuff of legends, and it's very clear to see why Winnipeg was so high on drafting him at second overall. Though he's obviously not with us anymore, he was one of the best Jets goal scorers we've ever seen, at least naturally talented in that way. But, you know, one thing that did stand out in his time as a Jet is that he really needed somebody to do a lot of the heavy lifting at center for him, which I kind of feel like Barkov would be that guy. If you can give Line a the right line mates to really shine, I think Patty will do bits. I think he'll do massive goal numbers. I think he actually has very underrated passing talent. So in terms of his assist counts, I think you'll see him contribute there. I think he's got the vision to hit really good crossing passes. And if they start to hit you on two-on-one counters with, you know, guys like Line a and Barkov, it's game over, right? I mean there's not really much a is gonna be able to do except hope for either a lucky block or maybe a good save. Well, I say good save, but I mean more like a miraculous save because given the quality of shooters they would be facing in that uh, mm-hmm. that finished top six, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. On the other side, I, I could definitely see an argument here for Mikko Rantanen. Rantanen has been one of the most versatile, well rounded wingers um, that doesn't really seem to get a lot of attention. I know that Colorado has a very deep team, and so that might be part of the issue, but I, I really feel like his game over the years has just been very stable, very consistent. He's a smart scorer who kind of looks maybe a little bit awkward on the puck. I don't think like he's the world's most fleet of foot or most uh, technically graceful looking player like Ehlers is. And yet he has great center of gravity, great balance. He's got a lethal wrister, excellent vision, great spatial awareness. His attacking IQ is right there. And he remains one of Colorado's key contributors in that top unit alongside guys like McKinnon and Landeskog. And again, while he doesn't really get a lot of attention, his numbers over the years actually jump off the page a lot. He's pretty close to a point per game, and it's clear that the line mates that he's playing with are all very quick, very fast, and so keeping up with those guys is not exactly easy. And yet, Adantan really hasn't had an issue doing that over the years, and I think he would provide excellent transition ability and maybe even some defensive value if you have him on a line with guys like Barkov and Line 8. I think he would do a great job of facilitating play and allowing Barkov and Patrick to find those open shooting lanes and then hit them with some really great passes. You know, this is a a line that has the potential to be really dominant. And, you know, while Line may sacrifice some of that defensive value and Barkov at times, maybe his two-way play wasn't as elite as it used to be. I still think you you throw in in there and that's just a really great line. You've got strong transition ability, you've got elite releases, great passing, great vision, and I think most of all, just excellent positioning and IQ. These are all very smart players, uh, each in their own ways. You know, Line might not strike somebody as the kind of person to have maybe the world's best spatial IQ or somebody who really understands how to uh, exploit space and attack from below the phase-off circles, and yet I really think Line understands it at a much more intimate level than people realize. Oftentimes, he finds himself uh, dancing between defenders, just kind of slipping between coverages, and getting lost in the shuffle, which, when you pair him with that elite release, just makes him a nearly unstoppable goal scorer. Given the right support around him, I really do think that Liney would shine in an international tournament, and I would really love to see him play with Barkov. I think that would be an uh, you know, an awesome, fantastic time, and I think if he had Rontan in there... Again, you're talking about an elite, dominant first-line unit, and uh, more than a couple of those guys would definitely be featuring on one of the top power play units. But of course, you know, Finland definitely has a lot more forwards to draw from, and we'll take a look at some of the other selections that I would be going with in just a moment. But before we move on, I thought you should hear a little bit about Primal Origins Oils and why those of you with beards should turn to Primal Origins Oils as your number one source for all of your beard care product needs. Got beard? Get Primal. You heard me right. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get Primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with a product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils. Their products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes all the bombs, oils, and whipped butter your beard needs to feel the best around. All products are Fair Trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. Be sure to check out their combo kits that make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. Most companies try to focus on fragrance first, and that leads to a product that doesn't feel great on your skin. Primal Origin Oils took a step back and focused on the ingredients first to ensure a product that feels great and still smells fantastic. We know that every company out there claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel and beard to the other companies you've used. We promise you'll see and feel the difference. Remember the code on that gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for 20% off. Go to PrimalOriginsOils.com today. Hello friends and welcome back to this episode of the Locked On Winnipeg Jets podcast. Thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. We are taking a look at hypothetical 2022 World Cup of Hockey rosters. Obviously the NHL is not going to the Olympics and so the World Cup of Hockey the last time this happened was in fact the substitute and it wouldn't really be all that out of the question that we might have something like this again. I've been choosing uh, a number of different rosters, and right now we're in the middle of choosing Team Finland's roster, more specifically their forwards. We've gone through Barkov, Laine, uh, and Nadantanen, and now it's time to take a look at some of the other players I might choose. And one of the first names that will definitely come off the books is going to be Sebastian Aho. And if you've ever watched Aho, you understand why. This guy is an absolute buzzsaw of scoring ability. He's incredibly fleet of foot. His vision and positioning and IQ are all at a franchise level. This guy is one of the most creative, most talented forwards in the league. He's been one of my favorite prospects to watch develop into a full-time NHLer over the past several years. And uh, I really feel like in some ways, Sebastian might still be underrated, which is a little bit insane because Aho just puts up monster numbers. Uh, You know, he's, he's not far off from like a point-per-game pace again, similar to Rontanen. He's very young and yet he just constantly explodes on the ice whenever I see him. his lateral edge work when working around the perimeter, and then his ability to then drop into the slot and attack the uh, the goal mouth immediately just makes him such a versatile threat. He's got the passing and shooting to be an elite attacker, and I really feel like he's one of those guys that just understands how to make the most of all of his tools that's available to him. He's a phenomenal player, and I would not be shocked to see him also anchor somewhere in that top six, whether it's the first line or the second line. After that, I would be interested in also bringing in Yessa pouya Yes, uh, Yessa, I, I know that he had a bit of a strange career uh, over the past several years. puyayarvi I really feel like Edmonton kind of misunderstood a lot of the things that made him such a good player, and in the roles that they initially gave him and how they deployed him, I really felt like they just didn't get it. Yesa is a phenomenally talented power forward with a great shot, but I really feel like his net drive in some ways reminds me of like prime Blake Wheeler. Um, he might even have a little bit better agility, maybe even better passing. I mean, Puyo Yarvi just seems to have this preternatural ability to close the distance to the net and immediately create net mouth goal threat. This guy is really big and he's got really great balance. He's very strong in possession. He's just a phenomenal talent, and I really feel like his game has gone under the radar in part because it took him a couple of years to finally make the NHL and certainly to finally get the Oilers to notice him in the way that they need to. He's just really darn good, and I think he would be an elite addition to a team that already has a lot of transition ability and certainly could use a little bit more scoring punch. The third player that we're going to choose for this top unit um, alongside the first line is I've had a tough time trying to choose here, but I feel like Tevo Teravainen would probably be the guy I want to slot in. He's already got familiarity with Ajo, so in terms of like line mates and stuff, it would be a bit of a natural fit. But Taravainen on his own merits, he's still just a great scoring winger, and I know that he is starting to get up there in years, relatively speaking. Uh, he's about my age, which is still young enough, but it, you know, it's not exactly like the most prime years of your career, right? And so Vinan I still think, has a savviness to his game. He's got great passing, great shooting. The vision is still up there, uh, and his transition ability certainly is is still very strong. He's one of the more premier um, two way forwards out there. Somebody who, at times, I think he had a little bit of, a little bit of misfortune in terms of like his shooting percentage, but. You know, with the Carolina Hurricanes, he's been a great complementary piece to their top six. I think he would be a great player for this uh, Finnish team, and certainly he can still snipe them. I mean, he's got a great release, and I think his goal-scoring ability, it's still near the top of Finland's uh, scoring list. So I would be very interested to see where he would be used. I still think top six would make a lot of sense, but maybe they try him on the third line or something. Try to roll three balanced, even lines you've definitely got some really good options, in part because you can also call on guys like Rope Hintz, Arturi Lekanen, and Kasperi Kapanen. Now, all three players have differing styles. I think Rope Hintz might be the most uh, offensively gifted of the three of them. Hintz just seems to be a constant points creator and goal scorer, no matter what situation you put him with. And I think Dallas has kind of gotten more and more used to him being one of their top offensive catalysts. I'm a big fan of Hintz. I think he, uh, you know, goes a little bit under the radar just because of the team that he plays for, but he's still really, really darn good. And if he were outside of Dallas, I think he would be putting up monster numbers. I think sometimes the Stars have had a little bit of trouble finishing, but Hintz has remained one of their top scorers over the past few years. So, again, I think this guy has potential to play anywhere in your top six. He could even feature on your third line if you feel comfortable with the depth. You could do anything you want with him. And then similarly, I think you've also got Lekkinen and Kapanen. Kapanen's more of like the pure scorer kind of guy. I don't think he would be the kind of player I want to elevate too, too high in the lineup. But in terms of like a third or fourth line scoring presence, I think he can definitely bring that ability. Lekkinen, you know, is the more really well-balanced playmaking defensive forward who also contributes at both ends of the ice. And I think he has excellent playmaking ability, even if his goal scoring prowess isn't quite what you would expect it to be. Good things definitely happen with him on the ice, but it's not like he himself has racked up a ton of points for it, and so it'd be interesting to see what he would do with this finished team. He'd have a lot more finishing talent to work with outside of, you know, the Habs or whatever, so maybe he actually starts to rack up those points and prove to people that it's more the lack of uh, elite finishers around him that's the problem with his points total. But in terms of his play-driving ability, he's seriously elite, especially in creating offense around the slot, and I feel like he'd be a perfect fit for this finished team. In just a little bit, we'll also take a look at the defense after finishing off pretty quickly the uh, the remainder of the forwards that I want to choose, and we'll also talk about some of the netminders we might see for this team. As you might have guessed, Finland definitely has a pretty deep roster to choose from. Hello friends, and welcome back to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. We are continuing our uh, hypothetical 2022 World Cup of Hockey rosters, now taking a look at Team Finland. We've gone through a number of players, uh, forwards for the most part, and we're going to round at a couple more depth forwards that might join this unit and then talk a little bit about the defense, some of the picks that might be there, as well as the goaltending. I'm going to add the following guys to the bottom six. I think Anton Lundell, Yuel Armia, and maybe somebody like Ailey Tolvanen or uh, maybe Yanni Kuakinen could join this unit. There are a lot of choices for these last few slots, and honestly, there's a pretty good argument for all of them. I tried to pick a couple of guys that might be able to do some PKing duty, can be competent 5v5 scorers, and have a little bit more goal-scoring prowess to add to what is already a pretty deep lineup. Um, The only thing is, Finland may opt for a couple of more defensively-minded forwards. I feel like Armia sort of satisfies that particular quotient, but... You know how uh, you know uh, international coaches can be at times. Sometimes they're looking for a little bit different profiles for their bottom six. In my mind, I would try to pack as much talent as possible, which is why you know a guy like Anton Lundell could also have a really good shot at this unit. I think Lundell has been killing it for the Panthers, and if he were to join this team, I think he'd be a great anchor on that fourth line. A guy like Brad Lambert might also get a look if he were to impress enough and and prove that he might be ready for higher-level duty come, you know, the World Cup of Hockey, whenever that is. But, you know, as far as forwards go, I think that's a pretty good unit. You might have some other suggestions. Maybe you want to see Kako or Kotkaniemi join this unit. I tried to pick guys that I think are pretty established and honestly just really good at what they do. So, you know, there's room to to change out a few players, but for the most part, I think that's a pretty good NHL-caliber roster. I'm only going to pick a handful of defenders because the rest of the roster is pretty much up in the air and I'm sure there will be some guys coming in from abroad who would join this team, but right off the bat, Miro Heiskanen has to be on this unit. He is one of their best defenders overall, A, a true monster at even strength, effective on the power play. He's got great transition ability. His defensive positioning and marking is great. He's very strong, and uh, he has a youthful edge to his game that I think makes him very offensively ambitious. And he knows when to activate, when to be aggressive, and when to hold back a little bit. I like him a lot. I think he's a very fun player, and he would definitely be one of their top pairing D. They would probably also look at Esa Lindell. Lindell, I'm not... As in love with, I think he's good. I just don't know if his game translates as, like, an elite top-pairing D. I think he's competently, like, second-pairing, but beyond that, don't know. Nutivara though, would probably be a really good safety valve for either of those guys. Uh, Nutivara has traditionally been a great blue-line defender, I believe, for the Blue Jackets. Uh, he, he tends to be a little bit under the radar, I think, just because the Blue Jackets, you know, they had Seth Jones and Zach Wierenski at the time, and those guys were very much... The players that I think you would notice. So Nutivara kind of went under the radar, but he's been a great player over the past few years, and I could definitely see him sliding in somewhere into this top four. Outside of that, you know, Vili Heinola could definitely get a shot. I think Heinola is so heavily relied upon for Team Finland at the youth level that... If they were ready for him to graduate to the pro level, I could easily see him joining this team. He's one of their most talented pro prospects around, and I think he would definitely be the kind of guy Finland would want uh, chaperoning their power play and also doing just a lot of the transition stuff and blue line movement that allows him to be so offensively aggressive. Ristallinen probably also gets chosen because it's ristalainen but yeah, not a big fan of him. In that there are a couple of options, but it's really hard to know who they would actually go with here. Ususeros would definitely be one main choice, and maybe Ukapeka Lukinen could be another option. Um, Kapokainen maybe gets a shot. I guess you could also look at Corpusalo oranta, but you know, Oranta hasn't really been super healthy over the past few years, and Corpusalo I just feel like is mediocre. and kind of in that same boat, not particularly great. So maybe they would also look at some of the prospects that might be outside of the NHL and and still in progress, but as far as guys in the league right now, these are the main options, and it's really hard to say that any of them are superb. Seros I definitely like, and I think Lukaden might be the real deal. It's just after that I think the depth gets a little bit thin, so you have to really hope that either one of those guys would seize the number one mantle and be the player in net. Those are my general selections, but I'd love to hear your feedback. Let me know what you think about this roster and if you'd make any changes. On our next episode, we'll have some coverage from the Arizona versus Jets game that will be on Tuesday evening, and uh, I'll give some thoughts on that and what we kind of find out if the Jets have made any changes or if they're kind of still the same. But for tonight's episode, that is going to do it. Thanks for making Locked on Jets your first listen of the day every day. Now make your second listen Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all your favorite podcasting platforms, so be sure to like, follow, and subscribe today. And as always, thank you for listening, have a great night, and go Jets go!